Is there something wrong? Warning. Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm the Success Alchemist. You can find me at the successalchemist.net. On Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. On Twitter, at Coach Jan Shaw, Truth Social, Success Alchemist. And on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 18th of February, 2023. And to be honest, I've struggled to come up with a good title for this week's show because there's been so much going on, so much to report on. But here we go. Um, we are under attack. Turkey, Nord Stream sabotage, Ohio rail disaster, connecting the dots. So I'm going to start with just a quick rundown of other things that have been going on this week as well, because as I said there's so much been happening. And then I'm going to go into more detail, depth on the Ohio situation, which is an absolute toxic catastrophe. Um, a recap about the devastating Turkey earthquake that happened and some other things that are extremely suspicious and that really get our hair standing on end as conspiracy factoids you know it's not a theory it's like our radar we have this radar that can immediately sense when something ain't right and there's an awful lot that's going on at the moment or has been going on that definitely smells extremely bad. So I'm going to be referring to a couple of SGNON, uh, CUNY's Patriots um, audio recordings. I mentioned this last week. I didn't have time to go through the number 39 uh, audio, which was from the 8th of February. I'm going to pick out a few bits from that. And then also I have got a lot of notes from his most recent one, which is number 40, of course. That came out on the 16th. So um, lots to cover. So I want to start by talking about Turkey. And as I say, this is really from mainly SGNON. Although there's something else to share that's quite interesting. I did cover this a little bit last week, um, talking about the devastation and how it didn't just affect Turkey, but also Syria. Um, we're talking about a 7.8 magnitude earthquake here, absolutely devastating, and thousands and thousands of deaths. It's extremely sad. Um, the one I want to just uh, mention first, I'm not going to go into great detail, but this was something put out by Before It's News. And it says 10 countries pulled their ambassadors 24 hours before the earthquake hit Turkey. So, you know, 
I had my suspicions about this being um, a deep state uh, manufactured earthquake and it seems that others uh, have the same opinion um this is from an uh, a politician senator diana and i can't pronounce her last name um other than sasoica and apparently she's from the romania political party and she says we have lived to witness the production of earthquakes on command, which is actually an attack on Turkey by the greatest of the world who totally disliked being set up by Tayyip Erdogan, the president of Turkey. And I did uh, read a transcript of, I'm not sure if it was Erdogan last week, and but it was saying that you know keep your hands off turkey usa so it was very much showing a resistance to you know the deep state agenda and it seemed like this turkish earthquake was a retaliation and i said that last week now this is what um sg anon says from his cuny's patriot channel we are still in a war. We are not yet in total control of the world. Many deaths. Not is all what it seems. Videos sent by Anon show three to five people dressed in black associated with the structures that came down and it looks like some buildings appear to be coming straight down as in controlled demolition. A known CIA Mossad tactic like 9-11 depth of the quakes it's like a battlefield more than 31 earthquakes in the last 36 hours in that area of turkey the majority at a depth of 10 kilometers there's a vast majority of tunnel systems around the world that are between 10 to 15 kilometers down we have three large quakes interspersed 7.8, 7.5 and 6.9 that were at a much lower depth and singular events. It appears to be a pinzer manoeuvre by deep state operatives and forces to destroy the White Hat operation to clean out the dumps, the deep underground military bases, bases sorry, and to maximise casualties on the surface. And my thought was another satanic sacrifice. Turkey has known for a while who the enemy is. Turkey has blocked Sweden's entry into NATO and Sweden is the stomping ground for cabalist families and some of the most extensive evil in Europe outside of Switzerland and the Khazarian homeland is in the Nordic areas. There are tunnels that run all the way underneath Europe from Sweden and the Norse countries, as well as the UK and Scotland, all the way back to Turkey. We are seeing this all tied together in a multifaceted approach, a struggle between good and evil to eliminate one another's capabilities while mitigating casualties at the surface. The problem with war is that in order to take down the enemy, one has to draw out the enemy, and drawing out the enemy often leads to an unexpected fighting force or an unexpectedly well-equipped situation where one has to double back and re-strategize, and this seems to be part of what has happened here. 
we're waging a real war, but we're dealing with the exposure of hidden assets. Now, just a quick word about a totally different subject that he covered, and this references um, Q posts 1553 and 1554. And it's a, the, well, certainly 1553 is a very long post, and it's talking about Attorney General Jeff Sessions saying U.S. Attorney John Huber is investigating claims of FBI and DOJ misconduct. So what he's saying is there is this investigation going on behind the scenes, which is very much along the lines that the Oversight Committee is looking at in terms of the weaponization. So he's saying basically that this this is already in progress. Um and that all the matters recommended for investigation by Godlett, Gowdy and Grassley are fully within the scope of Huber's existing mandate. Huber is also working with Inspector General Michael Horowitz, who has a staff of 400 investigators giving Huber access to enormous investigative firepower that far exceeds the staff of any special counsel. So he was arguing that it's much better to allow this um, investigation to continue without needing a special counsel, but one could always be appointed later if necessary. Um, And he also mentions John Durham, Durham is slowly establishing a very bulletproof RICO-style transnational conspiracy case involving all actors of various government agencies in collusion with private sector organisations to do an end run around the US Constitution. The boomerangs from the Durham-Huber-Horowitz sessions investigations are coming. So for anybody who's saying nothing's happening, I think this is meant to be reassurance that there is a lot of things happening, um, probably not in the public eye, and certainly it wouldn't be reported on by the mainstream media. So let's just run through a few other things that I'm not going into depth on these. So I'm just going to mention them. Um, the Brunson case was reheard or reconsidered yesterday by the Supreme Court in another conference. Um, we haven't seen any result from that yet. I did check the docket, but there's no report on what the decision has been. I did mention that last week that SGNON had said that Trump was behind this. And so, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed that this possibly moves forward. He does also mention it in the latest audio file. Um, the quote that I've got, and I can't remember exactly where this, it may have been from X22. There must be a penalty for violating oaths of office, otherwise they are not binding. If they violated their oath, something should happen. And Trump actually truthed about the case, which is significant. An interesting turn of events is that Soros, George Soros, who is incorrectly described as a philanthropist. He's actually a a political um, manipulator. He puts lots of money into the deep state 
political candidates to ensure that they're elected. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Um, but he's now endorsed DeSantis, which is very interesting. I mean, we've been kind of speculating, is DeSantis uh, a deep stater? Because he's being supported by the likes of Jeb Bush and Paul Ryan. Or is this something that is part of the plan that he's working with Trump on? And certainly X-22 report, he says he believes that that's the case. Um, You know, Soros wants anyone but Trump to be in power. It just shows how afraid the deep state are of Trump. So by endorsing DeSantis, he's hoping that DeSantis will get people behind him, even though he's never actually declared that he's going to run in 2024 for the president. So that's interesting. Uh, Nikki Haley has um, announced that she's running to... (laughs) you know, a very derogatory response from the MAGA people. I mean, she's known to support sending more money to Ukraine and um, supporting all the globalist stuff. So I don't think she's going to get very far. Um, The Arizona Appeals Court denied Carrie Lake's appeal against her um, lawsuit on the subject of the twenty. 22 midterm election fraud in Maricopa County but she's determined to take this up to the Supreme Court. I think it's the Supreme Court in Arizona that's next um, and then we'll see what happens from there. Interestingly Germany held a new election and Gateway Pundit reports on this. It says mirror image new election is held in Germany after previous election declared void citing serious systemic flaws and polling station glitches just like in Maricopa County, Arizona. The German capital Berlin recently held a revote after the highest court ordered a new election, noting that organisational chaos reported at hundreds of polling stations around the city last September made the vote invalid, according to German news station Deutsche Welle. And I think I said the wrong year, actually. It must have been in last year, in 2022. So, you know, if only the... the uh, Justice Department here would actually do the same thing with the Arizona midterm election and the stealing of the Carrie Lake governorship, amongst other things. Anyway, you live in hope. On another subject, there's an interesting four-year delta on QDROP 2803. And this is saying, look for placeholder updates at Patriots Fight Indictments, arrests and D-class will force worldwide coverage. Leaks, bribery, collusion, re-media will force resignations with follow-up criminal prosecution. So that's interesting because we've also been seeing more resignations from the Biden administration. I think it's a case of the rats leaving the sinking ship. I'm going to give the floor now to... Forbidden Knowledge TV, because um, they put together a good summary of what's been happening in the past week. So rather than me having to jump from one uh, article to another, I thought it would be good to just follow the thread in this one. And this was titled Panic in DC and was actually published yesterday. 
In the past week, we've had three more train derailments all over the country, plus a truck with hazardous chemicals and a five-acre plastic fire in Florida, which made you forget about the three additional balloons that were shot down this week after the one off the coast of South Carolina. Remember that? It might not look like it, but we are winning because of all of our efforts. We've won a battle against the tyrannical vaccine passports, but the war is not over and we have some more easy actions that you can take to win that war. The deep state is panicking and they are really throwing everything plus the kitchen sink at us. So we have to stay frosty, everyone. In a recent Tablet magazine article by Lee Smith, in which he disputes the details of Cy Hirsch's Nord Stream article of last week. Incidentally, Cy Hirsch uh, um, authored the article that basically put the case that it was Biden, that, or Biden's administration, Biden's intervention, that sabotaged the Nord Stream pipelines. So it's interesting um, the ruling party's efforts to pollute the U.S. information ecosystem through serial propaganda operations is not just turning their base into mindless zombies, but it is also affecting the opposition. That would be us, he, he continues. When everything the media prints is fake news to serve an oligarchic regime at a censorship consortium consisting of the press, big tech and US spy services calls facts disinformation, it's hard to keep things straight in a labyrinth of lies. Lee Smith is doubtful that the same Joe Biden who allowed a Chinese spy balloon tour the American homeland, crossing over several sensitive sites and allowing the Chinese to complete their mission before destroying the evidence before it was safely unrecoverable over the ocean, is the same guy who sucker-punched Putin in Russia's backyard, blowing up the piggy bank of the state with the largest nuclear arsenal, and he concludes that maybe the US really did sabotage Russian pipelines, but it sure didn't happen the way Hearst describes it, as this slick operation executed by a crew of highly capable tacticians. Um, so if you're not aware of it, it was said that there was a... Um, a training exercise that was held in the area where the Nord Stream um, pipeline breach happened and that it was, you know, naval deep divers. And I think the case argued that Norway was involved with this and they basically um, planted explosives on the pipeline that could be remotely detonated so that it was done quite a long time after this exercise so it the the you know the two activities weren't connected but obviously they underestimated the fact that we can work these things out <laughs> and of course we mustn't forget that biden isn't in control you know biden is just the puppet and it's more like obama and and co that are behind all this that are doing the organisation of it, because we certainly know that Joe Biden isn't capable of capable of it. And, you know, I've started calling him Joe Lydon now because all he does is lies. <laughs> anyway, continuing with this article, 
Because it's pretty obvious that's not what they are, we're talking about an administration that fired two $400,000 missiles at a $12 middle school balloon project. In other words, he's contrasting the incompetence of Biden in relation to these balloons and the Nord Stream pipeline sabotage. Anyway, continuing on, the same government that declared monkeypox a national emergency has been silent about what's now being called America's Chernobyl. The same people who told you that COVID was going to kill you and that the vax was safe are now telling you that the water and air are safe in East Palestine, Ohio. Oh, sorry, it's Palestine. I don't know why in America you have two different pronunciations for the same place. I mean, I would naturally call it Palestine. Same with Florida. We've got a river in in Colorado and it's called the Florida River, even though it's spelled exactly the same way. It's really weird. But I suppose that's the English language for you. Anyway, continuing. A full two weeks after the 50-car derailment and massive explosion, followed by the dioxin-laced hydrochloric acid rain. By the way, that should have read the 150-car derailment, not 50. Um, Followed by the dioxin-laced hydrochloric acid rain that is reportedly now killing birds 350 miles away in Kentucky, EPA Administrator Michael Regan was the first member of the federal government to finally make an appearance in East Palestine. Reagan Regan had told the residents that it was safe for them to return home a full week before deeming it safe enough to go there himself with members of his department. The eerie silence from the Biden regime and their toadies in the fake news media about this event has been remarkable. Even Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Wenbin seemed more concerned about the plight of the East Palestine residents than the Biden regime that his party controls. Their silence was finally broken yesterday when Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg finally surfaced and blamed the derailment on Trump, because of course he did. The Daily Mail reports that FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, told the residents that they are ineligible for their help because their homes weren't physically destroyed, even though they may be chemically contaminated. I know from personal experience that's not the real reason because I lived a half a block from the World Trade Center during 9-11 and FEMA gave me $5,000 to move out of my apartment and to buy new furniture. My apartment wasn't destroyed, but it was covered in that white dust that I'm sure you've seen in the videos from 9-11. And there were three feet of that radioactive dust all over the rooftops and streets. And my subway station was crushed. But as a condition of receiving the money, I had to sign a statement which precluded me from ever seeking money from the government over the events of 9-11 again. Basically, I was paid a $5,000 settlement to go away, which might be a principal purpose of FEMA. The residents of East Palestine are being coached not to sign such a statement, so I guess FEMA has no interest in dealing with them. And incidentally, that statement that's been mentioned is on a form that residents had to sign before the company appointed by Norfolk Southern Railroad to test the 
residences for these toxic gases and so on before they'll actually do the tests. And there was one resident interviewed who said she refused to sign the paper and or sign the consent form, which was basically waiving any right to compensation whatsoever. And when Norfolk Southern was challenged on this, they (laughs) claimed that it was a mistake, that the wrong form was sent. So I don't believe that for one moment. We are living in a one-party state like China. This is the article continuing. If you're not a Democrat, FEMA won't help you in the middle of the United States' worst ecological disaster of the 21st century. The FBI will call you a domestic terrorist. You'll be pushed out of the military and you'll be deplatformed by social media on the orders of the FBI, DHS and the State Department. We're now living in the CCP's America and they're totally rubbing it in our face. This is what's called the revelation of the method, which we'll get into more in a minute. And I actually have a video that I want to play for you on that subject. With all of the China balloons and UFOs going around and another three derailments all over the country this past week, along with a capsized truck in Arizona, all loaded with more toxic chemicals, plus five acres of plastic burning in Florida on top of the 96 food facilities burnt to the ground since Joe Biden took office, are we ready for the public conversation that United States citizens are under attack? The article does go into quite a few other theories about the um, motive behind this catastrophic chemical disaster. And I'm not going to run through all of this in detail. Um, Somebody's related it to Agenda 2030, um, which says that polluted lands can be seized and the people would have to move into smart cities. And we're seeing smart cities being proposed in the UK at the moment. I covered that last week. There are also emails that have been leaked by the US Virgin Islands government from their lawsuit against the estate of Jeffrey Epstein in reference to how J.P. Morgan facilitated his blackmail operation. I'll cover that as well um, later with the SGNON report. Um, It might not look like it, but we are winning. A couple of weeks ago, Australian Senator Malcolm Roberts announced that the latest attempt by the WHO to make their international health regulations mandatory on member states rather than guidance has failed but he warns that we're not out of the woods yet. Dr. McCullough reports that the US government has secretly been tracking those who didn't get the COVID jab or are only partially jabbed through a previously unknown surveillance program designed by the US National Center for Health Statistics, NCHS, a division of the CDC. The program was implemented on April 1st, 2022 and adopted by most medical clinics and hospitals across the United States starting January 2023. Well, I don't go to the doctor, so they won't know anything about my vaccine status. (laughs) Keep away from those people. And the article finishes with a call to action. Demand Congress finish what the Senate started by declaring the public health emergency over and done with. January 17th, 2023, HR 382, a bill to terminate the public health emergency declared with respect to COVID-19, was referred to the House Committee on Energy.
energy and commerce. This bill must be passed. Contact your congressional representative and let them know you support the select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government's investigation want Congress to reject all attempts by the administrative state, the United Nations, the WHO, Health and Human Services, HHS and the Biden administration to require a vaccine passport or a digital ID. Expect them to work to ensure the freedom of travel for all citizens. Expect them to protect constitutional rights. Expect them to protect all rights to privacy, including and especially medical privacy. And since these new ICD-10 codes violate your right to privacy, you want them to take immediate action to ensure the codes are revoked. Concerning what you can do to protect your medical privacy on a personal level, keep in mind that independent doctors are not required to use ICD codes unless they accept insurance. So by choosing a doctor who is in private practice, you can avoid getting tagged and trapped in the system. So that's a rundown of all the things that have been going on. I think the one thing you didn't mention was this World Government Summit that happened this week. And Elon Musk addressed the summit remotely and Western Journal reports you can hear a pin drop as Elon Musk breaks the narrative at Globalist Summit. Elon Musk warned world leaders Wednesday not to put all of their governments in one basket. Although telling leaders committed to a globalist agenda who watched him in dead silence that their agenda might be misplaced could seem like the wrong message at the wrong time, Musk later said it was just right. Seemed like the right venue, he remarked on Twitter. So um, this is coming out in plain sight, isn't it? The, the fact that they're working on a, a global world government to my mind, indicates some panic. And uh, at the same time, they're pushing this out into the public eye. I think they're also shooting themselves in the foot. So I'm going to play this video now that I mentioned earlier. This is about the predictive programming. And it's um, by Greg Reese, who apparently is linked to InfoWars and it's titled Predictive Programming in the Ohio Train Wreck. So I hope the sound comes over okay. In the movie Knowing, the news reported a major oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. triggered a fire which burned for three hours before it was extinguished. Officials don't yet know the exact cause of the explosion, but believe a malfunction in the cooling system may have been at fault. Due to the prompt response of the rescue unit, the structure was evacuated with no loss of life. A year later, the Deepwater Horizon exploded. Six months before 9-11, a lone gunman episode showed us the World Trade Center being targeted by a hijacked passenger plane. Corner of Liberty in Washington. Lower Manhattan. World Trade Center. Gonna crash the plane into the World Trade Center. And last year's film, White Noise, was about a train wreck that poisons a small town in Ohio. This 
same story now playing out in real life. Within a year of White Noise's release, the actual event occurs in real life, in Ohio, in Texas, and in Michigan. This is known as predictive programming, and its purpose is to psychologically trick the minds of the masses into accepting major traumatic events that would otherwise be resisted. In the book Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, Michael Hoffman describes a mind control technique known as the revelation of the method. And he writes that when the revelation of the method is performed in a veiled manner, accompanied by certain occult signs and symbolic words, and elicits no meaningful response of opposition or resistance from the target, it is one of the most efficacious techniques of psychological warfare and mind rape. Sarah Elkhaldi of the Alchemist YouTube channel does an excellent job of explaining all this. According to Elkhaldi, there is a law of nature in this universe that compels the dark occult to first gain our consent before trespassing against us. Because they believe this protects them from the natural laws of cause and effect. They offered, and we accepted, so it's all fair. A lack of response to an action is often taken as an approval of that action. And there is an old Latin proverb that says, he who is silent when he ought to have spoken and was able to, is taken to agree. Silence is considered by many to be a form of consent. And so it is through a veiled performance of the revelation of the method technique that these dark occultists believe they are gaining our consent. What we know as predictive programming. With predictive programming, the minds of the masses are impregnated with visuals of a major event before it happens. This is done through all forms of media and can be very subtle so that nobody notices. But the subconscious mind notices everything and can easily be programmed through repetition. And so these controllers repeat whatever it is that they want us to accept as reality. Because these images are delivered to us through entertainment, they elicit no meaningful response of opposition or resistance. And so we accept them subconsciously. And when the event happens in real life, it is already familiar and acceptable to us, as if that's just the way it is. Now I'm going to stop it there because I want to cover some other things as well about the Ohio derailment. I'm not sure if I covered this last week, but of course they did this horrific um, burning of the vinyl chloride, which is the um, basis for PVC production which sent this huge cloud of toxic smoke into the into the air over the town. I mean, I saw that and immediately thought, what the hell are they doing? I mean, that to me seemed absolutely insane. And it does link to this idea that we are under attack. And this is another case of, you know, trying to kill more people off in this depopulation agenda. Um, just the fact that they're refusing aid to the town and the area surrounding it is absolutely appalling. The Wildfire Newsletter, which is Kyle Becker's substack, 
He reports Biden administration rejects Ohio's request for emergency aid after train derailment leads to ecological disaster. Um, I mean, I've covered some of this already in in brief in the previous articles I've covered. Um, But I just wanted to bring you up to date on what the latest is. So it says the Biden administration is rejecting a request for federal disaster assistance from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who was the one who actually approved this burn, although, you know, supposedly believing what these so-called experts were saying. Uh, In the aftermath of the train derailment and ecological disaster that has devastated the area around East Palestine, Ohio. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, told Ohio's state government that it was not eligible for disaster assistance, a spokesperson for DeWine told Fox News Digital on Thursday. The DeWine spokesman explained that FEMA believed the incident qualified as a traditional disaster, such as a tornado or hurricane, for which it usually provides assistance. The DeWine administration has been in daily contact with FEMA to discuss the need for federal support. However, FEMA continues to tell Governor DeWine that Ohio is not eligible for assistance at this time. DeWine's office said in an earlier statement, Governor DeWine will continue working with FEMA to determine what assistance can be provided. FEMA merely said its team is in constant communication with DeWine's office, but did not remark on the disaster relief. Rogan O'Handley had his own theory on why the Biden administration won't lift a finger to help the Ohio residents. Just in case you were wondering why Biden and Buttigieg are ignoring the toxic chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio, O'Handley remarked, Columbiana County voted 71.7% for Trump in 2020. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg actually had the gall to blame the Trump administration for the train derailment while claiming he was powerless to do more to prevent it. So that's nothing new. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next piece of news on this. And this broke yesterday. Uh, President Trump to visit East Palestine, Ohio. And this is from Trending Politics. According to conservative Fox News, former President Donald Trump will be visiting East Palestine next week. The small town in Ohio has been ravaged by the recent chemical disaster that took place after a train derailment. The incident was widely ignored by the Biden White House and by the mainstream media, who looked the other way as locals got sick and saw their animals die from the chemicals. President Joe Biden has been widely condemned for not taking the situation more seriously, despite claiming to be an environmentalist. Some claim that Biden's lack of empathy is due to the fact that East Palestine is Trump country. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance recently visited East Palestine to examine the damage. Vance, who was sworn in in January, also challenged Michael Regan, the EPA administrator, to drink the local tap water. He further criticised Biden for failing to address the disaster in East Palestine through a press event even weeks after the incident. 
There are dead worms and dead fish all through this water, Vance noted. Something I just discovered is if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. This is disgusting, Vance continued. The fact that we have not cleaned up the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Now, that seemed to be the cue for FEMA to decide to do an about turn. And again, this is Kyle Becker's substack. Just moments after Trump declares trip to East Palestine, FEMA announces reversal on Ohio disaster aid. Donald Trump on Friday announced his decision to travel, travel to East Palestine, Ohio, the site of an ecological disaster caused by a Norfolk Southern train derailment on February 3rd. One minute later, the Biden administration announced it is reversing its earlier decision and deciding to send disaster relief to Ohio after all. The White House also reversed itself and pledged to provide any additional federal assistance the states may need to address the disaster. Trump's announcement came soon after the White House said President Joe Biden has no plans to visit the area. In the two weeks since the train derailment and ecological disaster, neither Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg nor President Joe Biden has visited the county. I'll finish with the closing paragraph. The Biden administration on Thursday had rejected Republican Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's request for emergency aid to deal with the ecological disaster ensuing from the Norfolk Southern train derailment. But it's amazing what a little political one-upmanship from Donald Trump can accomplish to push a Biden administration that is apparently only interested in optics. So I'm going to jump back to the SG Anon audio of the 16th. And he talks about not just the Ohio chemical disaster, but he also does a decode on a truth by President Trump on Truth Social, of course, that relates to the derailment in Michigan. So I'm just going to cover what he's saying about these. He even starts off this audio by saying he's ecstatic to see all the desperation moves, which is a little odd when you consider what everybody's going through. But nonetheless, he believes it we're on the right track. So that's good to know. He talks about false flag attacks, these railway accidents, purposeful attacks to stop our advance, panic from those who are used to being in control. 2023 is the year of false flags and desperation moves, a challenging year for mankind, and we're off to that start already. And let's face it, it's only seven weeks into the year. Also, the year of understanding. Military justice is supposed to start this year and will carry us through 18 months beyond that. Chemical spills are very sad for the communities. Real suffering is happening in the US and around the world. SG Anon himself is within the zone where the water supply may be affected. Fake news report that the water is fine. They lie. We are at war. And now I'm going to jump down to what he says about this Trump decode. Uh, this, this was from the 16th. It was in two parts, timestamp 2.35 Eastern time. 
So I'll read this to you. The long-awaited important sections of the Georgia report, which do not even mention President Trump's name, have nothing to do with the president because President Trump did absolutely nothing wrong. The president participated in two perfect phone calls regarding election integrity in Georgia, which he is entitled to do. In fact, as president, it was President Trump's constitutional duty to ensure election safety, security, Security and integrity. And then it goes on in the second one. Between the two calls, there were many officials and attorneys on the line, including the Secretary of State of Georgia, and no one objected, even slightly protested or hung up. President Trump will always keep fighting for true and honest elections in America. And what SG Anon is, is highlighting is firstly the fact that he refers to himself in the third person as President Trump. And uh, he does that seven times and refers to the president three times. And it regards the Georgia lawsuit over Trump's call to Georgia about the 2020 election. And he then refers to QDROP 1837, which is from the 10th of August, 2018. And he says this is relevant to the current events which are happening at the behest of their masters in the Five Eyes intelligence community by the owners of the corporations controlled by BlackRock, Vanguard, etc. And the drop actually reads, Patriots, we are under extreme, and that's in what we call kill brackets, Heavy attack by three, again in kill brackets, intel agencies, foreign and domestic, which is also in kill brackets. We are in com stroke coordination with necessary divisions. Stay strong, stay together. So that's his reference to the Five Eyes intelligence community, referencing the foreign and domestic intel agencies. He believes the Commander-in-Chief is telling us that necessary divisions and important areas worldwide are coordinating to help handle and mitigate these events. The decode got interesting around number the, the Q drop number 1837. 1837 was an interesting year. In 1837, Martin Van Buren became POTUS. Van Buren was the eighth president of the United States, the first from New York and the first to not be of British descent. There are parallels with the current financial situation. In his administration, there was a financial crisis that touched off a major depression. The petrodollar must come down in value. A financial event has to occur so that the defunding en masse of this worldwide cabal of evil can happen at a singular point in time. In 1837, Michigan became the 26th US state. Published at 2.46pm, 16th of February 2023 on USA Today, emergency crews were on the scene of a freight derailment near Detroit. Around 30 cars went off the tracks and led to a road being closed in Van Buren Township. You really can't make this stuff up, can you? Trump is telling us that these events in some respects are known. They are part of a larger and broader war. 
At the same time, we are being encouraged by a direct pointing to a drop that is unquestionably tied to this time period in our current goings-on to stay strong, stay together. We know we're under attack. We know it's heavy. We know that there are losses being inflicted on both sides. But we, the people, if we stand together and stand true, are undefeatable long-term. Our awareness, our awakening, our understanding of what is occurring, our knowledge that this is an event happening as a result of a Manchurian government, as a result of very evil agencies at the very top of the hidden power structure, seeking to preserve and defend and secure their longevity. The fact that we know all of that is deadly to them. A little later, he says, the alliance will not lose and he believes it has control of most of the key areas of true military power and weapons of mass destruction in the world. If we did not, we would see events like pathogenic diseases, nuclear rogue weapons being detonated, space-based weapons being used in metro areas and much more. He also says there is a movement here and around the world to redefine society to one of liberty instead of surveillance, to one of freedom instead of slavery. That movement is well known by this White Hat Alliance and he believes that in many respects this alliance depends on this movement to carry the torch of consciousness in the correct direction. Stay strong, stay together. The implosion of the corporate autocracy that has controlled this entire earth is happening before your very eyes. The fallout from that is also happening before our very eyes. We are living it. Nothing will stop us. We are not afraid. We will walk through the fire to victory. The clock continues to tick and with each passing day, this deep state dismantles more and more of its own structure and does so in a fashion that sets up we the people for a permanent eradication and solution. It is being done legally, militarily, kinetically, financially and medically. Though evil may walk amongst us, we have the light. I'm going to finish today's show on a very different note. And this is a message of hope for starseed and light bringers. And it's by Caroline Oceana Ryan. And she channels messages. And she has something called the Abundant Living Podcast. The message the collective offers speaks to what so many are experiencing now. Reaction to outer events in our own lives and in the world, which feels to be so full of disruption while recalling and reclaiming our own authentic centre of calm. You're looking at all this and you're saying, this is complete injustice and I'm very tired of it. I want the fifth dimension to be here and all this nonsense to stop. And that is completely understandable, absolutely understandable. And it is coming to an end, dear ones. And yet, who has stirred up all that mud except all of you with your beautiful light-filled presence? It isn't that you are reacting to the density of what you're seeing. What is happening is that the density is being created out of reaction to all the tremendous light that you, all of you, are holding. 
and you are beautifully planting all the light into the earth so as to change her for good, so as to make her a place of miracles. And the only way to get from this place where you are at the moment to where you desire to be, a peace-filled earth full of joy and pure food and water, safety for your children, etc., is for all of you to carry on holding this light that you came into anchor and that you're transmitting very, very powerfully and very beautifully. A message to Lightbringers, February 17th, 2023. This week's guidance from the Ascended Masters, Galactics, Earth Elements, Fey Elders, Angelic Legions, Archangels and other divine beings known as the Collective. Greetings, dear ones. We are very pleased, as always, to have this time to speak with you, with all of you again. And so, amidst the snow and the ice, the beauty of Sedona, Arizona, still shines through. Even the sun desires to come forward. You can see it there. It came out a moment ago from behind the clouds. Now, we will say that the sun, even though it loves to show off and loves to share its beautiful warmth, or his beautiful warmth, if you prefer, is not afraid of the clouds and not impressed by them, one might say. So even though you as a human being have been taught that difficult moments, dense moments, cloudy or shadowy moments are to be avoided or to be cured as soon as possible, the sun understands that this is all part of the mix. This is all part of the earth life that I am engaged in and I am flowing these powerful solar rays down into the earth right now. Because not only is this the time of my own transfiguration into a beautiful, far more evolved being, but it's time for all of you to do the same. And so the sun is not afraid. The sun is not afraid of change. The sun is not afraid of seeing things differently and neither must you be. Now we're going to look for just a moment, for just a little bit, at all these issues our writer has mentioned. And they are difficult, yes. And we would point out when you see someone going through something horribly difficult, they've been bullied at school to where they feel their life is not worth living, or they've been beaten or killed by people in authority, or they have been in situations of domestic abuse, or perhaps been trafficked or just your average tax-paying person who's been lied to from cradle to grave, lied to about where their hard work is going, where their money is going, who is really running things in their country and on the planet. And you're looking at all this and you're saying, this is complete injustice and I'm very tired of it. I want the fifth dimension to be here and all this nonsense to stop. And that is completely understandable, absolutely understandable. And it is coming to an end, dear ones. And yet, who has stirred up all that mud except all of you with your beautiful light-filled presence? It isn't that you are reacting to the density of what you're seeing. What is happening is that the density is being created out of reaction to all the tremendous light that you, all of you, are holding. And you are beautifully planting all the light into the earth so as to change her for good, so as to make her a place of miracles a place in which the beautiful citizens of other cultures, non-terrestrial cultures, may come by and land and speak with everyone and not be afraid that someone's going to try to blow them up and in the process kill many innocent people. 
And the only way to get from this place where you are at the moment to where you desire to be, which is a peace-filled earth full of joy and pure food and water, pure air, safety for your children and elders, etc. The only way to do that is for all of you to carry on holding this light that you came into anchor and that you're transmitting very, very powerfully and very beautifully. And this old structure that calls itself a power structure and thinks it has the right to manipulate and the use as they continue with their desperate behaviour, the best thing you can do is to hold within yourself a place of peace as soon as you're able to reach it again. It may take a little while. You may be in a position where something happens and you're just shocked and you have to cry and let out the tears of unhappiness about it. And that's all right. It's perfectly fine to do that, dear ones. And then two things have to happen. For one, you need to realise that you have had your lifetimes of contributing to that structure that calls itself powerful, which some call the powers that were. They very wisely call it that. And you have also had your lives in which you were crushed by it. And in this life, by far, even though many of you have suffered, you've come in to realise, all right, I've played on both sides of that street. I've been the one that others go to for comfort and assistance, and I've been the one that others ran from, needing assistance away from me. And in this life, even though things have been rough at times, I've burnt off an awful lot of the density that I came in with, that I collected in other lives. And now I'm going to hold the light and celebrate this new earth that I came in to experience. And not only experience, but help to create. And you cannot help create it, dear ones, without understanding that your inner life is always going to be reflected back to you in outer circumstance. This isn't to say that all the mayhem happening in the world is your fault. It's simply to say what you see and what troubles you, that is what you need to clear. As you clear it within you, you clear it for many thousands of others, maybe millions, depending on how deep the work goes. So let's be quiet for a moment. Think of something that has been very difficult for you, perhaps over the past month or two, perhaps in your life in general. Go into your breathing again and so sit with hands open, palms up. As you breathe out, you're going to release both victim and saviour role. If you feel you need to release the abuser role as well, go ahead and do that. We would just breathe out and let all of that flow from you, as if it were flying into the air and being carried by a very great current of light far away from you. We're going to assist in this process and your spirit teams are here assisting as well. This means releasing all of the labels, the ego identifications, releasing the feeling that you're here to do great things when in fact it's the smaller things, small acts of love and kindness that are the more miraculous ones every time. Just keep breathing in deeply through the nose, slowly, deeply, and breathing out through pursed lips or the open mouth. Even if you're not sure what you're releasing, this is fine. This is completely fine, dear ones. Trust that your higher self is drawing out of you those associations, those vibrations, those memories, those old beliefs, which of course are not natural to you. They're something that was taught. That's what a belief is, sort of a social attitude or a philosophical attitude. Just trust that all that's being drawn out of you. Just put it into that beautiful stream of light and let it flow away.
Keep breathing out each time. Open your hands a bit more. And all this is flowing out from the centre of your being, not so much from the mind, which is highly limited for the most part, but all of this is flowing out from the heart space and from the spirit. We're all very much desiring that you come to a place where you release struggle, you release resistance. And not only in the mind, but in the sense that you understand that there is no resistance as you are coming into your higher self. Your higher self does not live in resistance. They're just this beautiful light in the universe, knowing entirely who they are, celebrating that and laughing with joy. The more you accept with love what is happening in the world, the more you will see your earth calm. All of earth life, not only the earth herself, but all of earth life. As you anchor peace, as you anchor acceptance of even the suffering and the apparent losses, you help your earth and all of humanity immeasurably. There is much more to this article, by the way. Um, I will share it in the description of the various recordings that will be out there. And so you can read through the whole thing. So that's all I have time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll join me for next week's Cosmic Creating Show. Goodness knows what I'll have to report then. So much is happening. I'd like to thank Nancy Hopkins for producing and also Derek Condit for being the sponsor of Cosmic Reality Radio. And you can um, find him at mysticalwares.com where there's a wonderful range of Shungite products and other metaphysical products. So until next week, stay well, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw. Updating Current Reality, a production of CosmicReality.com.